Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm so scared at this moment right now. Uh, I, I got goose pimples. It, it, it's one of those things where we can only have Josh and I in the studio together once every, I would say, two years or so. Or the, the universe would implode. <laughs> it is the Rock and Roll Happier on Alt 94.9, supported by Senior Grubbies now with two locations, the original location in Carlsbad Village and the new location in Oceanside. Find them online at eatgrubbies.com. Tonight with us, <laughs> we've got Josh and Keegan from Setting Sun Saki. It's, uh, Josh, I would say it's great to see you, but man, I, I don't know where this, this next hour is going to take us. Just pray to blackout early before I get to your side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear the rumor correctly that you have like distribution now? Craft Brewers Guild is representing some of the uh, great breweries here in San Diego and now Sake. Uh, they'll be uh, helping us get all throughout Southern California eventually. But first off, we'll be delivering to Costco near you. What, what am I getting at Costco from you guys? Is oh, it a man. variety pack? Am I getting bottles of single, your cloudy? Single bottles of our 750s. They bought uh, three of our core four. Our core four being our Ronin Clear, our Junmai Nama, our raw sake, our hoppy sake. Yes, dude, that one's one of the best. Right? Uh, the pomegranate hibiscus and green tea, which we'll be tasting last. They did not get our Ronin Cloudy. It, honestly, it's probably my fault because I took too long getting the labels right. I was, <laughs> <laughs> weeks were going by and I'm like, it's just not perfect. Do it again. Well, you've always known what you wanted and made sure you got it. That's why Setting Sake has such a great reputation. You don't mess around. You do not do the cheap stuff. It is high quality and you do the highest quality sake. Yeah, I mean, I, I woke up this morning to do, to do great things because anything less would be, you know, not a good enough reason to get out of bed. What are we starting off uh, this evening with? So what I poured for you guys first is our Australian job. We actually have gotten large enough that we've got international acclaim and uh, two dudes out of Melbourne, Australia flew out to stay with us for a couple of weeks to brew. What confused me, honestly, was that Japan is geographically closer to Australia and by all rights, the place you'd want to go if you want to learn about sake. But they liked our version of craft sake. <laughs> but uh, this this is uh, based on our Ronin recipe because I feel we do that well, but we, we changed a couple of things about it. Instead of just Calrose, which is uh, California rice, we chose uh, that and Yamada Nishiki from Arkansas. All American rice to produce a Junmai Nama Daiginjo. All the rice was polished to 50%, which is a higher polishing rate to get closer to what the Japanese call the shimpaku or the pure starch center of the rice. All those words basically mean that we made one of the best sakes we possibly could. And this is a nice and dry, bright, fruity, little hints of banana, bubble gum, oh. uh, melon. Yeah, I get cantaloupe. Yeah. yeah, when you get more towards the middle of the, the kernel, you get more towards the more abundant starch and you get rid of all the fats and proteins on the outside so that gets rid of a lot of the umami or acidity that you would get from the brew and leaves all like the nice fruity phenols and esters from listen it. to keegan just, do we know, have do we have time to go into how i first fell in love with you oh no hold on <laughs> we're, we're gonna save that after we start this song and we'll come back with uh maybe that story and i uh i'm gonna make you make me a cocktail next it's the rock and roll happier on alt 94.9 it's gonna be almost impossible to quiet you guys down so i'm just gonna say the song is over and, and we're talking now it is the rock and roll happier on alt 94.9 it's jeremy with our san diego Indie Beer 
evangelist, Ken Wright. We've got Josh and Keegan from Setting Sun Sake. We just started off with their Australian job. Really, uh, a totally adventurous sake that I wasn't expecting, and all I can say is I want more, but we don't have enough time for that because this is only a one-hour program. So I'm going to make you uh, tell me about the cocktail you just poured out. Are you literally doing cocktails in your tasting room? Hell yeah. So <laughs> one of the cool things that that's kind of made itself apparent to me while doing sake was like, man, sometimes I don't want, you know, just a small glass of sake. I want to hang out and relax. So we started doing like our PhD, which we alluded to earlier, which is the pomegranate hibiscus and green tea. And then we started thinking, well, I bet we could just start doing cocktails. And what we've got in front of us is our matcha latte. The latte is in quotes because there's no dairy in this. It's matcha green tea powder uh, made into a simple syrup, mixed up with our sake and a little fever tree tonic on top. That oh, is wow. delicious. It smells like melon. It gives me almost like a bitterness that you would get from like Ryan or something, but the earthiness still comes through from the yeah, matcha. Yeah, is that from the matcha? That... Yeah, and the, yeah. The, the bitterness really helps balance it out. So it's kind of like the bitterness in an IPA. This <laughs> is so good. Yeah, so we have a great cocktail program at our uh, tasting room, uh, our new tasting room. I don't know if you guys have been in since we've uh, redone the place. We've got a giant mural in there from a local artist, uh, Mike Maxwell, and a uh, cool wood feature in there. It's, it looks really cool. I like it. Now, now explain to me, because you, you hit it in that before. How did you two hook up? Happen? So this is kind of like uh, on Bewitched when they swapped out Darren's and nobody cared. Keegan's actually been working with me for... Four years we started homebrewing. Like four, four years, years yeah, man. We started homebrewing together. He would help me uh, at the apartment when I was brewing up sake after my uh, long day at a regular beer brewery. He stuck with us and worked his way up from lead bucket washer to... <laughs> lead uh, custodian. I couldn't be more proud. The, the kid's been working with me for like four plus years and we've brewed some of the best sake in Southern California. You know, he's uh, he's one of maybe eight other people in the country that brews sake. And he kind of took over uh, responsibilities in the brew house from you because yeah. you were doing it all. And now you are more like, you know, you're hustling Costco while he's uh, he's out there uh, sprinkling I'm, I'm, sprinkling mold and making, uh, <laughs> making brews. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. I'm, oh, I, I'm out there working the streets hard uh, <laughs> while he's, he's at home cooking up the bacon. <laughs> well, we're going to have a conversation about that in a moment. Now, uh, the, you guys just recently did uh, like this mirror Alani watermelon crawl, uh, and I think we're going to do that next, right? Uh, yeah, the watermelon sake is definitely coming up next. Oh, let's go. All right, we're going to take a break. and we come back, watermelon sake on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's Alt 94.9. Can't go wrong quoting Blazing Saddles. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Tonight, drinking with Setting Sun Sake. Just wrapped up the matcha latte cocktail. Which I, you've been doing a lot of collaborations. You've been doing a lot of different things. Like, I know you just did something with Ale Smith. Yeah, so, well, we did one last year, and we got one another one coming up. Because we're San Diego's only metal-themed sake brewery, the, <laughs> the metal swap meet dudes on random lost their uh, their spot to do it. And I'm like, hey, just come host it in my parking lot. And as soon as the word got out that we were doing the metal swap meet, Pete Zine pops up like a Muppet out from up behind my counter like, hey, my wife Vicky is a metal head. She used to manage metal bands. Can we do a collaboration? And immediately I started like uh, wringing my hands with joy. I'm like, great, it'll be a 120 barrel batch of an IPA and we'll go national with this release. And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. He's like, like, what that. are you doing on your side? And I'm like, well, what kind of barrels do you have access to and so he hooked me up with his barrel master uh, and uh, we got a Jack Daniels barrel that was recently emptied from Speedway as in like I went and wrote my name on the barrels as they were emptying them so as soon as they emptied it they delivered it to us still wet with Speedway stout we wow. threw our Ronin clear in we topped it off with coffee and twice toasted cacao nibs Stop. to create a pastry sake and uh, I mean it's great this year we're doing the beer on his side so we're doing the, the metal swap meet we have the event listing on our website 
right? September 21st is our lowrider bike show. It's like a classic car show, but for people that can't afford cars, they buy bikes. <laughs> You're also doing something really cool with the Japanese Friendship Garden too, aren't you? Man, we have been working hard with the Japanese Friendship Garden. We do all most all of their festivals like Bonadori or Cherry, Cherry Blossom festivals, but they were kind enough to give me my own. So we did uh, one last year. Uh, we hosted a craft beer festival in the garden and uh, invited all my friends. So this year is coming back 10-5, October 5th. It's a Saturday. We'll have uh, North American sake featured. I got the guys from NAMI, which is in Sinaloa, Culicán, Mexico, sending up some sake. Uh, we've got some Arizona sake, and we're hoping to bring back some uh, Sequoia sake from San Francisco at the end of the month to, uh, to pour there, as well as uh, collaborations. We did a collaboration with McKellar. Uh, smoked peach gosa ale smith collab will be poured there and uh still working on a couple of others tell me about this wonderful rosy looking sake you poured out in front of me right now so this is our fourth time doing the watermelon sake i've been very very lucky that i get to do it Good every Lord, year this smells like watermelon i mean this smells like melons <laughs> so this is one of our sakes that we run through a solara to develop the acidity on a uh, solara is just a multiple batch blending to allow the yeast culture to develop and then uh that nice acidity plays the backbone for 650 pounds of watermelon in this batch (laughs) that's like a whole pallet outside of a grocery store do you Uh, do you basically just go at it with a mallet galger style and we we skin them for lack of a better word peeling off the rind and we end up with what looks like hundreds of these little red and white soccer balls because we leave bits of the uh, white part on that adds a nice cucumber like and uh helps develop the watermelon i think this is exactly what i wanted when you said watermelon i've got all the flavors i can taste each layer of the watermelon. <laughs> right, and it, it's like you're taking a bite out of a watermelon rather than like the extracted sweetness from it. Get the sour tart but, funky, well, the, the balance that, sweet and dry in between there. Yes. And that's what makes yes. it balanced and it doesn't taste like watermelon bubblegum. Jeremy! Alright, before this gets too far down the road, let's play something rather metal just for Josh and uh, enjoy this. It's the Rock and Roll Happier on Old 94.9. Can't believe I'm playing this right now. <laughs> Who's counting? You're not my real dad. Stop it. You're not my boss. It's the Rock and Roll Happier on Old 94.9. <laughs> it's Jeremy with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. And tonight is not a beer show, hence Ken's sauciness already. <laughs> Drinking with Josh and Keegan from Setting Sun Sake. Uh, we've had the watermelon matcha latte cocktail, the Australian job, and now you, you've given me you've given me two things, and I don't know which one we want to talk about. Uh, well, the the one I slipped you on the side is our uh, strawberry lilikoi or strawberry passion fruit. That's just one of our little one-offs that's in the tasting room right now. It's a limited edition. But what I also handed you is one of my favorite cocktails, the curry juku. It's um, toasted cinnamon, toasted curry spices, fresh ginger, and all put together to. It kind of comes across to me like a spicy vanilla soda. But it's but it's got it's got that curry to it. Yeah, yeah. Like curry candy kind of reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people see the curry on the menu and they're like, I don't think so. But, but Oh, what, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. You <laughs> definitely, people are like, give me whatever you think the best is. And I'm like, the curry juku. Their response is, that's not the one I wanted. And they taste it. They're like, yes. This is the one I wanted. This yeah, it's so unique. I think they're, they're thrown off by that, too. Yeah, the, just they the, like it the way the off. flavors. So this one is a, kind of along the lines of how I cheat and use good ingredients. Uh, I cheated and hired a pastry chef to run my cocktail program. Oh, yeah, it was very smart of you. Kim Rojas is. Uh, our in-house bar curator is the best way to describe it because she's building our entire program with crazy cocktails that taste
taste amazing. Thank God you make really good sake. Let's take a break and we come back. I know Ken has a burning question. Well, we'll do that in the sake you've out. been teasing us with all night. Your PhD is up next on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's Alt 94.9. We're down to our last drink for the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9, supported by Senior Grubbies. Now with two spots, the original spot in Carlsbad Village and the new spot in Oceanside. Find them online at eatgrubbies.com. It's Jeremy, as always, with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright, and our two uh, guests of honor tonight. I guess we can say that. We've got Setting Sun Sake here. Josh and Keegan have been pouring out some amazing beverages, and I mean, you guys have slayed it all night long. Thank you for thank you for what you do. But I know Kent had one burning question he wanted to ask you. My question is this. You know, when people say, I just want a beer that tastes like beer, usually they mean, I want a lager, I want something just clean, malty, little bit of hops. Mm. What is the core flavor component you're looking for when you're drinking sake? Because so many people experience sake as like a heated beverage that smells like nail polish that yeah. you get when you're eating you know, Japanese food. And this is worlds apart from that. So one of the cool things about being a local sake brewery is I'm able to provide sake that just would not make it to California. California at all. We're, we're doing the, the raw heart of sake with our style. And um, to, to quantify it, though, it's a much broader question because there's as many styles of beer, there's as many styles of sake, uh. and there's different manufacturing techniques. Some of them include uh, Autoten style or Hanjonzo, which means they're adding uh, distiller's alcohol to it. It's it's not exactly to, to kind of like build up the ABV. It's, it's more of like a process thing, but it wildly changes the flavor from being a nice round, like our June Mai's have a nice round flavor on the palate where it just kind of sits and coats your mouth. Whereas a Hanjonza would be like sharp and angular and be perfect for clearing the palate. Right. So, so I think there's like two ways you can kind of grasp this. There's, there's the flavor you can get from the yeast, what it yeast produces from the rice, which are anywhere from fruity to umami. And then it gives us acidity. And that just depends on what mill of rice you have. And you want the more uh, starch abundant core of the rice kernel. And then you can have what the flavors that the rice gives. So it can be ricey that can come through more just depending on what you're doing with it. And there's not necessarily like there are beer styles that you could do. Sake, it's more of what you do during the process or like what you do to the sake specifically. And then you can end up with this long name for what the sake is to explain it. It's great to explore. That's really the the best thing to uh, to talk about, man. I, I really feel I feel proud and I feel bene- uh, like benefited by this process in that I get to see a whole new craft evolution. Can we talk about what uh, I've, I've been drinking here while you guys have been waxing poetic about the good old days? <laughs> because my glass is almost gone, and this is absolutely delicious. That's our uh, entr- that's our gateway drug to sake. It's our pomegranate, hibiscus, and green tea, or PHG. It's a sake recipe that is infused with pomegranate juice, hibiscus tea, and uh, green tea to kind of produce this 8% session sessionable sake. Wait, for- what? is the total sum of what we've been drinking. So most of the sake we've been drinking tonight uh, has been around 14%. While it is higher in alcohol, you consume less of it. And there's there's no like grains to speak of as far as like wheat or oats. It's it's just rice. So it's gluten-free. It's lower acidity than wine. No sulfites. It's a, a cleaner alcohol in its production because it takes so long to produce. So, Josh, if we want to keep up with whatever you're doing at Settings on Sake, what's the best place to find you guys? Settings on Sake on Facebook and Instagram is the most updated way of finding out what we're up to. But 
since we're the only sake brewery in all of Southern California, just Google sake. You'll find us. <laughs> just Google wow. sake. Number one result is us. I mean, the, he's not lacking for confidence, but <laughs> we are lacking in some tunes as we go out here. You wanted to hear some Tool. We'll do that. I will see you next Friday. Not you, but you. For the <laughs> I Rock see and two of hour. you. Ken, clean up your laptop. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 